Hello, everyone. Welcome to Adventures in Lollygagging. This is the good, the mad, and the unholy. I am Steven, your balladeer. It is great to be here tonight. These beautiful, wonderful, fantastic people with me uh, always deal with a horrible, horrible joke at the start of every session. Tends to be very painful, brutal for them. Uh, that is why they are the patient posse, because they put up with me all the time. Say hi, patient posse. Hi, hi patient, patient posse. posse. Hi, patient posse. There we go. There we go. How are we all doing tonight? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I don't Great, care man. Let's jump into it. No, I want to talk more about me. So <laughs> No, no, we're good. <laughs> last session. Oh, what did we do last session? Uh, we started with, uh, we started arc two, the very first episode, and the posse was charged with investigating the Caldwells, some wealthy ranchers nearby outside the town of Perseverance. So you all set out on a little, uh, trip through the desert. Uh, you guys are really getting to know this territory going back and forth so much. You had some uneventful travel following the road most of the time, uh, Towards the point where you veered off the road, you found a dead man in a busted wagon. The wagon was ruined, broken to pieces. Uh, the dead man had his entrails uh, strewn about the desert. Looking to salvage what you could, Sula began rifling through this dead man's pockets. And much to her shock and surprise, he spontaneously returned to life. Uh, there wasn't much time to talk to him to figure out what was going on before a creature inside the wagon awoke and attacked the posse. You easily dispatched this giant Gila monster. Uh, there was some really cool uh, antics with some reloading sleeves. Uh, Vint was holding his entrails into his stomach as he was fighting and rolling away. You put down the monster he spoke with Vint a little bit. He explained that he had a vision, a dream while he was dead. Uh, he saw uh, John Blade in his dream. Uh, there was a cauldron of blood. I don't know if he actually explained the cauldron part, but he explained that John was there. Turns out John and Vint knew each other. Uh, John had saved his life at one point. With that bond, Vint decided to join up with you and you continued on towards the Caldwell Ranch. When you reached the valley entrance to the ranch, uh, you were met by several heavily armed gun hands that rode down, confronted you. When you said that you wished to speak to the Caldwells, they weren't inclined to help you out, but you talked your way in, uh, and they escorted you the rest of the way to the ranch house. You were met by an uh, older man uh, wearing a white suit, white hair, long pulled back uh he was uh sitting on his porch he got up to uh speak with you and gave you a polite warning to watch your step before begrudgingly offering you all shelter for the night uh john and sula began to take the horses to the barn uh along the way they met Petey, uh who is uh the stable boy and Bandit, his little uh, terrier pet dog. Vint and Purdy stayed on the porch uh, while John and Sula took off, and they decided to have a little chat with Lazarus. They met his wife, Rosanna. 
Uh, needless to say, that did not go well. Lovely uh, woman. Purdy, how did you explain that it ended? I said that she was a lovely woman and her lemonade was delicious. Yeah, yeah. Lemonade was delicious and that she is the devil and that her baby is the devil, something like that. I mean, who's to say there's a lot of words that were spoken. There's heat. You know, these things happen, you know, yeah, where, yeah. where I'm from. You know, it's that hot out. Where I'm from saying you're the devil is like saying hi, you know. It's, yeah. And uh, what about Vint pulling his pistol on her? I don't know. He's crazy. I don't even know this guy. Uh, must have been on something. Just That he really gets to you guys. It goes straight to your head. Uh, so John and Sula returned to find Purdy and Vint uh, yelling, threatening uh, before they came to their senses. Uh, they did have good reason to threaten. They saw a vision of a demon clawing its way outside of Rosanna's pregnant stomach. So th- there was cause to be alarmed. Uh, we're going to pick up a few minutes after that. Uh, Lazarus and Rosanna uh, told you to leave. They were very upset with you. Uh, however, they did begrudgingly offer you shelter. So some of their ranch hands escorted you to the dog truck ca- cabin nearby. Dog truck cabin is basically two cabins that are side by side with space in between, but they have a shared roof uh, that allows air to flow in between, uh, keeps them unified. Uh, but it keeps it a lot cooler. Uh, both of the cabins are two stories, and uh, the ranch hands take you to one side of the cabin that is apparently all of the bunks. Uh, there's several beds, uh, a couple different rooms in the, the first floor. Uh, they take you up to the second floor, which is one large room with several different bunks. Um, there's a few uh, trunks and uh, uh, storage lockers. Uh, for the hands that stay here but right now it is currently empty Uh, they told you that the other uh, cabin has uh, the kitchen uh, the dining area things like that but you are not to leave this top floor until someone comes to get you Uh, you've basically been confined to quarters right now what would you guys like to be doing up here you have at least a couple hours before dinner First, I'd like to confirm, Purdy, I wasn't the only person to see that, right? You, uh, you saw it. It's two visions in one day. I mean, it might sound crazy, but yeah, I saw it. There was, a, there was some sort of demon crawling out of her belly. Antlers, just like, just like the fellow back in Perseverance. You, you, you. Y'all heard about that, right? Y'all, y'all know about that fella with the the blue antlers and the mask. And God dang it, where are the rest of them? None of y'all were there, but I tell you, it was true. <laughs> it was true. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. You, you saw that in her belly. I mean, yeah, this place ain't right. It came I'm out of feel. her. It came out of her belly. And you're right. Something. Something wrong about this place. Something right wrong. Well, I reckon it ain't the craziest thing we saw in the past few days, so... Yeah, I believe it. Although she had no devil baby crawling out of her stomach, you understand that, correct? I mean, there could be a devil baby in there, and this was just a warning 
about what's really in there and what's coming out. It could be just some sort of providence, you know, a prescient, prescient vision, telling Vit and I something must be done, you know. I don't know much too about all that, but eh, I suppose. Wouldn't be the first time I've seen something strange. Powers of the universe telling me to do something nefarious. He's like breathing as he's feeling very, uh, he's a little, uh, a little upset right now. And, uh, and then the name. We're going to name that baby Zeke. I'm telling you, we, we're, we're in the spider's web now. We don't go no, we don't want him to be messing with old Zeke, y'all. You're a new company, but, uh, uh, Zeke's the name of a, a demon I've been, well, I've been chasing, or he's been chasing me. And we've been chasing each other for, Better part of my life at this point. You think it's coincidence that they're taunting me with that name, Zeke, and then we see a vision of some demon creature crawling out of her belly. And I mean, the whole reason we're here is because this damn ranch has something to do with with evil. You saw what happened. You saw what happened at the homestead, Sula. You know these, these folks are doing something strange here. I can't argue with that. I... Uh believe there are more than one Zeke in the world and they may not all be evil, but given everything that we've been seeing, I definitely think we should uh, kind of looks around, not so much about our curfew for the evening. And Sula wants to see, like, is there like a window or something that kind of while this conversation is happening, she can kind of look uh, out? Yes, there are three windows, uh, one on each side that leads outside the that looks outside the cabin. Uh, the wall that would uh, be closest to the other side of mm-hmm. the dog truck cabin, that's just a solid wall. Solid wall, sure. Uh, so there are three, they're rectangular windows, double wide. Uh, they actually don't have glass or anything like that. Uh, they do have shutters, but they're open right now. And then just a, a frame uh, along with uh, some drapes that you can close. Uh, the drapes don't really block out a lot of sun, but they block out enough. Okay, I'll make use of the second story vantage point to see if I can gather any additional information about the layout or whereabouts or folks moving around. Yeah, so if you look out uh, from where you are uh, towards the center, uh, this whole ranch is kind of laid out in a horseshoe kind of shape. The north side, there is the uh, Caldwell House. Uh, the large ranch house with the wraparound porch. Uh, the porch goes all the way around, so no matter where you are during the day, there will always be some shade. Just past that uh, is a garden uh, that has uh, assorted vegetables, things like that. It looks like the soil was imported because this isn't the dusty dirt that's uh, surrounding everything else. There are a couple vegetables there, but mostly there's some sort of like flowery weed uh, that's growing. A good 75% of the garden is dedicated to that. And just past the garden, there's a slaughterhouse. And that's the left side. Where you are, you're basically the center of this horseshoe. Uh, You're on the west side. So the left side to you, where you're looking left, that's the north. 
looking to your right would be the south. And there is a large barn. Uh, it's got a couple stables in there, but mostly it's uh, to keep hay and feed. And then just past the barn is the corral. And that's where your horses are right now. Uh, Henry would probably be in the barn, if not in the corral, depending on how he gets along with other animals. Understood. I doubt they're inviting like us I said, for supper. You guys, sorry. Just saying. Uh, like I said, this uh, you're in a bit of a valley. Uh, so there are like trails and paths that could lead out, but the main way in and out of this valley is the way you came in. What were you saying, Vint? I was saying I don't think they're going to invite us for supper after that show we put on. Uh, probably not. I mean, I also uh, might have soured a, 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 a host mm, palate of us uh, myself. Although that Oscar had it coming to him, honestly. So, I mean, we're uh, we are somewhat outnumbered and outgunned here. And if there are certain demonic tendencies of this family, which I believe there are, and I think we might even be more outgunned than we realize. Does that scare you, Father Purdy? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it does. should scare all y'all. Well, I see. Let them bring the whole kingdom of hell with them. Be a good challenge, I should say. <laughs> For what? Buffalo tramples over an ant. We don't call that a challenge for the ant. They just dead and splat like we'd be if hell opened up, made it to this here verse. I don't think any of us overcome that one. See, that's what you're wrong, Father Purdy. I'm no ant. I'm an elephant. Anyway. I hope so. Uh, perhaps we should find a, a better tactical advantage if you are correct and we are so outgunned, as you say. Oh, I, I believe from a uh, stealth and perspective, I... Once it gets to be after dark, I can do a bit of uh, moving around that uh, will not be uh, noticed. And Sula will give sort of a little demonstration, kind of not sure if everyone uh, kind of caught on during the fight earlier. And so she'll, you know, kind of take out one of her revolvers and kind of hold it out and walk. And you can kind of hear her boot as she's walking. And then she's going to pull the second revolver out. And you no longer hear any boot boot steps whatsoever. And then she'll put one back down again. And you start to hear boot prints again. I can't affect what people can see, but people cannot hear. Sounds good. We lay little till after supper. Move around the dark. All right. Wake me up if you need anybody need fighting. <laughs> John 
sits down on one of the beds and just kind of leans back and pulls his hat above his uh, in front of his face and just kind of instantly goes to sleep. All right, so it is uh, mid to late afternoon right now, uh, and we're in peak summer, so it's going to be a couple hours before it actually gets dark. Uh, you're all going to be able to hang out uh, in the cabin. Uh, is there anything specifically you'd like to do for this downtime? Yeah, I'll try going to the exit. See if there's like some sort of a guard keeping watch on us. Yeah, are you going to literally open the door? Uh, there's a doorway that goes down to a stairway to a common area down below. I see. Yeah, I'll open the door to see who's on the other side. Uh, you open the door. There's like a three foot landing before the stairs. Uh, you can see directly down the stairway. Uh, there's no one watching this door. However, just waiting a moment, you'll be able to hear uh, that there are sounds of movement, some uh, idle chatter happening in the common area down below. Like there is someone down there. Multiple people down there. I'll just try to take like a count of different voices I hear and not show myself. So I'll just head back in. Yeah. Uh, give me some sort of awareness skill. Let's say observation. I've got a 24, but I'm going to try to activate a propensity here. Okay. This Read is it my out pre- to me. Yeah, this is my predilection. So I can uh, replace a skill check with another skill check. I just have to give a reason for it. Yes, yes. Nice. Yeah, so I'll go with animal handling here. And my reason is I can like distinctly hear the noises of animals in their chatter or like how many footsteps are something like that. <laughs> no, no, no. Keep going. Animals, Keep going. Animals. Something, yeah, something, animals. Something, something about horses in their nays. I can pinpoint which horse is making the noise. So I'm trying to use that. Humans are animals too. So, I mean, I think you're clear. <laughs> You know, you're giving Jeff so many ideas with this propensity. He's looking it up right now. How can I get theology every single time? I will. Believe me. <laughs> we also have some group right, jacks. So, thanks to uh, Too Old. So if you want any uh, yes, extra Thank 10%. you, Too Old to Twitch. Uh, yeah, you can use up to two uh, audience jacks at a time. Uh, so if you'd like to, you can take a couple of those. Uh, but yes, Vint with his animal handling, he, he's such a good equestrian. Uh, that when he is uh, in the corral with a group of horses, he can hear the hooves, he counts them, the neighs, he knows exactly which one is neighing. And somehow that translates to these uh, hands in the, the bottom floor uh, chit-chatting. I like it. Let's go with it. Uh, roll your animal handling. I've got a 74. I rolled a 74. Oh, oh. Wow. All right, so you just barely got it. Uh, Listening closely for a a good solid minute just to be able to hear all the different sounds, you hear uh, footsteps walking back and forth. You hear a door open and close, so you think that someone either came in or left. You hear at least two people talking together, and they aren't moving. Uh, They must be seated 
or something like that. Like the the voices are staying at that same consistent volume. They're talking to each other, uh, just idle chit chat, uh, nothing major. Just talking about work uh, things they were doing earlier that day. And then there's just ever so faintly uh, the sound of snoring coming from down there too. So right now you feel like there's probably about four people. Uh, how observant they're being, probably not that observant. But you have a good good feeling about four people down there. Come back and report. Sounds like there's three, maybe four. One's asleep, but seems to be sitting around, not doing much. Well, we can hope that the... Uh... Other ones join in slumber if we uh, appear to be uh, foreign folks who are not looking to uh, make any movements. Is the sun still up? Uh, the sun is still up, yes. Uh, so that's what Vint was doing. Do you guys, do the, the other three of you have anything you'd like to be doing? Uh, or are you good to fast forward? I will say, yeah, I will. I think Purdy would have... Uh, Found a corner of the room, nowhere comfortable, and he would have uh, settled down, and he would have pulled his book out, and he would have started reading and reading, trying to remember. But at some point, he's an old man, so he fell asleep, and his snores are fierce because he's an old man, and it's very dry here. And uh, and I think I, I should probably. We haven't really talked about this before, but he's got a peculiarity called nightmares, and now seems like a pretty darn good time for it to to trigger, I would think. So sometimes I have horrific nightmares about past experiences. Uh, me, so for me, likely it, it probably has to do with Zeke or my old my old mentor or something like that. So uh, basically, the fact is, is once per week, a minimum a minimum of once per session. Uh, I, I experience nightmare, nightmares and I have to roll uh, a minus two resolve test to shake off the bad dreams. And if not, the nightmares and all actions suffer a complex penalty each day until a full night's rest. I feel like now would probably be a good time for this thing to manifest. I know I'm. This giving, would be a good time. I no, know. <laughs> no, this would be a good time. <laughs> so a resolve test is rolling a D20, correct? And you and comparing that to my resolve, my resolve skill. Correct. You want to roll under your resolve. Okay. Now the good news is that uh, resolve just so happens to be my skill, uh, as I have a nineteen in it. And so what I need to roll with that minus two penalty, I got to roll a uh, what is that a seventeen or under? That would be a seventeen. Yes. So, I mean, this is just too easy. I rolled a one actually. <laughs> <laughs> nat one any I other did. game you'd be depressed but this is perfect nat one my norse founder uh, dice. <laughs> i got i got my norse foundry dice too yeah eh? deer antlers yeah. i love this uh anyways you are sleeping snoring something fierce uh having some pleasant dreams uh you guys have never seen purdy sleep so well uh, you, you've slept with him on the trail a couple times now and you, you see him uh, shake, call out, uh, toss and turn plenty of times. Uh, he's s- sleeping like a baby right now. Uh, Xtel, you said you were going to nap too? Yes, indeed. 
uh, John is just sitting, he's sitting, he's not even laying, he's sitting up with his hat covering his face. Uh, he's kind of leaned back against the wall on the bed, but just like, like he could right, lay down, right, right. but for some reason he's choosing not to. Well, it's still afternoon. You don't, you don't want to get too comfortable. You'll end up like Purdy. Uh, Sula, what would you like to be doing, if anything? Uh, when Vint comes back in, uh, she'll just kind of be like, uh, how's your, uh, how's your, uh, stitching holding up with that, uh, right over here. It's still walking. I know. I certainly hope you, uh, remain that way. She'll, uh, a particular conversationalist. So you're just going to kind of see her like cleaning her guns basically. Perfect. Uh, you're going to spend a couple hours here and then there will be a soft knock, uh, on the door. You didn't even hear any steps coming up the stairway. Uh, just a very gentle knock, knock. I'll answer. You open the door and you see little Petey. Uh, Petey is, uh, 11 year old ish with, uh, just a giant head, just completely out of proportion for his tiny little body. Uh, pale blonde hair, uh, goofy looking smile. You guys having fun up here? It's not too warm, is it? Listen, cowboy Petey, what brings you here? Uh, yeah, uh, Mr. Caldwell and, uh, Mrs. Rose, uh, they want to, they want to have dinner with you tonight. Which is huge, because, like, we all have to eat in the cabin. We, we never get to eat in the big house. Dinner for all four of us. Yeah, yeah. You're all supposed to go. Like, no, right now. The, no, it's on the menu. Uh, no, I've never eaten it. I've never. At this point, a bandit comes running up the stairs, uh, runs right past Petey, and just starts uh, wandering through the room. Uh, sniffing everything, sniffing Purdy's boots, moving on, checking nope. on Excel. You don't want to go near those, boy. Are you here to take us? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm spo- I was supposed to come get you. Wait for us outside for a moment, yeah? Yeah, okay, okay. Uh, Bandit, Bandit! And Bandit doesn't even come. He's like, ah, all right. And he just runs down the stairs. Bandits um, in a corner peeing on something. Uh, for anybody who's watching John for some reason, you notice as soon as the, the knock on the door came, his hand went to his gun. He didn't move at all. Other than that, his hand went to his gun. When he heard it was Petey's voice, he just moved it away and just stood up. Um, he's a very light sleeper. Um, he just stands up and he goes, uh, uh, I assume this ain't... Uh, Good tidings, so to speak. You seem rather mad at us before. So, what do y'all make of this? I was definitely surprised by the invite. It seemed like we were going to be confined to quarters, but uh, maybe we'll be able to get a bit of a sight on the house there. Y'all ever, uh, when you were youngins, you ever get yelled at for playing with your food? Yeah, my mama always yelled at me for that. Yeah, well, I kind of think that that's what they're doing right now. They're playing with their food and might be us that's on the menu. I don't mean to say they're actually going to eat us, not in the physical sense, 
But they're playing at something here. There's something happening. There's something strange about this place. And they got all the control right now. Be on your be on your guard is what I'm saying. Not just for not just for threats against your person, but threats against your spirit too. Strange things are afoot in this this ranch. It's gonna tear at your very soul. It's our chance to get out of the cabin too. It'll be a bit odd if we refuse. Oh, I'm going. But y'all don't have to if you don't want. Y'all can just get in your horses and get the hell out. But well, I'm not going to pass up a free meal. I'm uh, quite hungry as it were. All right. I would never pass up the chance to fight a demon. I mean, you saw me the other day. <clears throat> but sure, let's, uh, let's, let's get going. Huh? All right. I like this boy's gumption. I really do. All right, so the four of you go down the stairs into this common room. You're uh, uh, remaining armed, as it were, in case yes. that was in question. Uh, no one has uh, tried to take any weapons from you or anything like that. Uh, so you keep all your gear with you. You go downstairs to the common room. You see Petey hanging out. Uh, he's j- just kind of standing off to a side. There's two guys uh, at a... Uh, sitting table, not really like a dinner table, but uh, just big enough for like three or four people to sit around. Uh, and then there's one room with the door open. You hear some soft snoring coming out of there. Petey kind of lights up when you're down. Come on, guys, I'll take you. And he goes and he opens the door leading out and standing outside, just watching the door. You see that crooked Oscar. <laughs> He's got that bent, twisted neck. He's got the the burn going all the way around his neck. He's just scowling. As soon as that door opens, big old spit uh, right onto the step. Let's get going, kid. Sula would have like picked up Bandit um, when the door opened and just like handed Bandit over to Petey, and it's just like might want to work on some uh, training or something. With that uh, one, if usually if you've got a animal, you want it to uh, listen to you when you tell it to do things. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I tried giving him treats and stuff, but, but he still doesn't listen. It, it, it's not just a, a one-time thing. It's like training is like a thing you got to do, like a couple times a day, every day for like a few weeks, and just do one thing at a time, and then you do the next thing. It, it takes work. Oh, uh, I mean, yeah, I can try. Maybe if Mr. Caldwell hires you, you can teach me. Uh, you know, I feel like all the horses around here, there's got to be somebody that knows how to train an animal. But uh, tell you what, maybe after dinner, we can work on something simple. Oscar chimes in. Kid, quit your jaw Lazarus ain't gonna hire Lee's fault. They'll be lucky to last the night. Was that supposed to mean? Starts walking towards the house. Hmm. John just smiles when he says that. All right, well, come on, let's get going. And uh, Petey, now holding Bandit, 
uh, just starts running after Oscar. You guys following along? Yeah. All right. You're guided up. It's not a long walk, you know, just a hundred yards or so uh, towards the main door. Uh, Oscar's the first one there. He doesn't open it. He just stands to the side. Get on in. Petey says, all right, this is it. Uh, I'm not allowed in the big house. So tell me what it's like when you get back. And then he sets down Bandit and just runs off chasing him. Opening the door, you go in. Uh, There's a maid inside who uh, just does a little curtsy uh, and then beckons you to follow her. Uh, She takes you uh, through a long hallway. And then off to the left, uh, there's an opening. Uh, It's not like a separate room or anything. There's no door. Uh, She just uh, motions for you to go in. Uh, You go, you see a very long uh, dining room table. Uh, It's set for six. Uh, It's a very nice room. Uh, Very lavish for this area. There are shelves with all sorts of uh, silver uh, decorations like uh, uh, pitchers and bowls and dishes that are just entirely decorative on display. There's a big old painting that covers almost an entire wall. Uh, There's two windows that allow light to come in, uh, but there's plenty of uh, candelabras and candles uh, set and ready to go. It's not dark yet, so there's not much lit, but there's a few just to make sure that it's not too dim. Sitting at the end of the table, you see your good friend Lazarus Caldwell. Uh, He's holding a glass of wine. Uh, You can hear a little clink as he's swirling it. Uh, Apparently there's some ice in there. He takes a sip. Well, have a seat. As soon as we step into the room, John is listening. Uh, Essentially, if there's any like movement near any of the doors that will enter the room, (laughs) as if it's trying to hear if there's any like guards in the house or people shuffling about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there are two doors behind Lazarus. Mm-hmm. Uh, that uh, look to be they swing both ways those probably go to the kitchen uh, and then the hallway you pass several rooms along with a stairway that goes up to the second floor uh, you have heard many sounds uh, it sounds like there's at least uh, four or five staff members in this house uh, along with probably the Caldwell's themselves so yeah you hear lots of footprints or footsteps most of them aren't like the heavy boots of a worker or a gun hand. Uh, it tends to be a much softer sole. Got it. Can uh, can Purdy be uh, a little feeling a little little sketch about this whole situation? And after the incident at the homestead, he's kind of just darting his eyes around the decoration, the walls, things like that, looking for any sort of subtle signs of. Or anything religiosity or something, you know, any kind of strange symbology, anything that might be uh, kind of curious in some way. That might, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's do an awareness skill. I know you wanted theology, but I'm not going to give it to you on this one. We can do deduction or observation. I will gladly take observation. That's all right. Go ahead and do that, and uh, I'll do it straight. Sixty-seven is what I need because this get this is easy, easy. Easy. 13. 
She's 13. This game, this game loves right. me, man. It freaking loves me. <laughs> How many jacks did you just earn? So I needed a 67. I rolled a 13. So that's um, five. Five. Yeah, you're almost to max already. Yeah. Just starting out, <laughs> this too. This game loves me, man. And I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's those Norse Foundry dice. That's what it is. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> uh, you're looking around. Uh, there's no overt uh, religious symbols, uh, imagery, anything like that. You don't see the Celtic knot that you've seen several times before. The painting that takes up most of the wall kind of catches your eye. Uh, it, it's painted to look like a Renaissance style painting, uh, and it's a very dramatic scene. Normally, these scenes have like angels or Greek mythology, something along those lines. At first, you didn't even think about it, but then you look back and you realize that this is some sort of Celtic mythology. Uh, it has some sort of you can tell that there's kind of an enchantress looking like enchantress in celtic mythology isn't necessarily an evil creature uh but it's a very common motif uh and there is a cauldron next to her with some sort of uh celtic motifs on it uh and it's in a nice peaceful uh glen with a lot of forest imagery So I'll walk up to one of these empty plated seats, take a seat, holding at my midsection, acting like uh, keeping my insides from falling out. Lazarus kind of gives you a nod, turns to the rest of them. Well, you're going to keep me waiting. Sula's feeling a little bit ornery, so she's actually going to like just keep looking at like, because you said they're like decorative plates and things on the walls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so she's just going to uh, kind of pretend like she didn't even hear him and just kind of look at those. All right. Uh, are you specifically trying to unsettle him or do you just not want to sit down yet? If you want to unsettle him, we can do a check. Uh, no, look into unsettle. Just, 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 yeah. Just, yeah. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, Xtel Purdy, what are you two doing? Um, uh, um, yeah, I'll sit down. I, I just take the nearest empty seat to me. Okay. Uh, the The majority of the seats are in the middle of the table here. Mm. Uh, and then there's, he's on the end. And there's one seat uh, that is obviously reserved for his wife, Rosanna. Purdy, are you sitting down? Uh, yeah, he'll, he'll, go, he'll start to sit down. And uh, he'll say, uh, you know, uh, what a very lovely... Uh, Lovely painting you have up there. You have a wonderful taste. Uh, uh, is Caldwell a Celtic name? It's quite beautiful. Now, you see, I'm a gentleman, and you all have lots to learn about etiquette. Uh, Miss, Miss Escher, are you going to sit down? Hmm. Mm. <laughs> she's just sort of like acting like she's looking at something now you see this might be the third time since I've met you that I've felt insulted or slighted the worst of which is when you pointed a firearm at my wife which I 
do not have to tell you I do not appreciate. Uh, I do apologize for my actions earlier. I, these folk just recently picked me off the ground and lost a lot of blood. I must have been seeing things. If I meant well, any as offense, I, said, I am. I do apologize. I am a gentleman and I am willing to forgive, but I will require an apology to my wife. Of course, whenever she arrives. Is that understood? And he looks at Purdy. Of course. Rosanna. Rosanna, you can come in. And that that uh, swinging door opens and you see Rosanna come in. She's changed dresses. Uh, it's a like sky blue floral pattern this time. Uh, like I said, she's a rather short, uh, uh, small woman. Uh, she's heavily pregnant. She's got hair that's so blonde that it's almost white. She'll come in and she'll do a little curtsy. When she enters, I'll stand up, help her to her seat even, pull it out for her. Uh, Lazarus also uh, stands up, but when he sees you willing, he's willing to allow you the the chance to do it. Uh, and she gives you a little curt smile and a nod. She sits down. Lazarus. Rosanna, <clears throat> I may have uh, overreacted this earlier afternoon, and I do offer my sincerest apologies. Well, you did give me quite a fright. As I was telling Lazarus, I just wasn't seeing straight. Some, something, something hit me. Well, I do accept your apology. Thank you, sir. Now that Rosanna's Lazarus come in and sat down, looks at Purdy. Sula yeah, go ahead. will uh, make her way over to the table now. Okay. Uh, Purdy will uh, offer his own apology. Madam, I am uh, I am deeply sorry for causing you unstress and for the unkind things I said to you. As a man of the cloth and a man of somewhat advanced age, I have at times believed myself to be a conduit to powers and, and godly things, and sometimes I get away with myself. And I believed the heat and the extensive travel, uh, coupled with my own megalomania, uh, led me to say such horrible things. Please accept my apologies, humble as they well, are. Well, I just, I, I didn't expect such vulgar language from a man of the cloth, as you say. I, it really took me by surprise. Yes, yes, indeed. It will not happen again, I assure you. Well, thank you. I, I accept your apology. And she uh, pats Lazarus on the hand. Well, I suppose you're all thirsty. He uh, slaps his hand down on the table. And uh, out comes a, a servant, uh, some young girl uh, carrying a tray uh, with a pitcher of wine and a pitcher of water. What will it be? Wine for me. I love drinking a little bit. So it's been a minute since I've had some. Been only drinking water since I traveled. So I would never decline a drink. A man of taste, and he swirls his glass. Would you care some with some ice? Uh, I find that 
the wine being cold makes it go down a little bit easier. Yeah, surely, surely, surely. I, I prefer mine a little bit warmer. Uh, just a just a palate I've, I've I've attained over my uh, life around the road. And uh, the the servant uh, pours you some wine and gives the rest of you whichever you prefer, uh, whichever you decide as she goes around. Well, Lazarus begins. He settles back, takes another sip. I suppose we should talk about the real business that uh, brings you to my ranch. I suppose Here we should. On behalf of, I would guess, Ignatius Freeman. You have the right of it, sir. He's become quite a thorn in my side. He he would like to believe that he is the, well, he'd like to think he's just the governor of this whole territory. Downright tyrannical, if you ask me. And what other uh, incidents have you and Mr. Ignatius Freeman found disagreement over? He thinks that he should get to decide what I do on my land. Hmm. There won't be anyone that tells me what I can do on my land. Is there something you are attempting to do on the land that he finds untoward? He just kind of squints at you. I do what I like on my land. Of course. Of course you do. Just curious if there's something in particular that he was finding objectionable. So how long do you plan on gracing us with your presence? Well, I believe... uh... Uh, not will do, maybe a second. We'll just play it by ear. I believe Miss Smiles and Mr. Vent here have grown quite fond of your, uh, your little boy Petey there. Promise to teach him a thing or two. If you would be so kind as to allow such tutelage. Petey? Yes, the little one with the dog. Oh, the orphan. Yes, Petey. He's quite impressionable. Seems like a more good time to uh, teach. And it grimaces and grabs his temples real quick. Rosanna reaches out. Lazarus, are you okay? Perhaps you've had a bit too much wine. I'm fine, Rosanna. I'm fine. Now, where were we? Uh, we were just talking about little uh, Petey and Bandit. Are you uh, under the weather a bit? Oh, uh, yes, Petey. He's a good child. I'm rather fond of it myself. Now, uh, Mr. Caldwell, I don't mean to speak out of turn, uh, but uh, I am not just a man of the cloth, but I have uh, spent some time studying science as well. If you are suffering some sort of ailment, I would be happy to lend my healing services as well. Well, let's just say that you are speaking out of turn. Understood. Understood. I just felt it was uh, 
It was the kind thing to offer, especially considering what? the kindness you have shown us. Which leads me to my next topic of discussion. I may be a gentleman, but my hospitality only goes so far. When I said, how long will you be gracing us with your presence? I will only offer you a roof this night. And if I see you on my land, not headed back towards where you came, I will not take kindly to that. I don't care to have people poking about. Understood, yeah. We just need a night to rest up. Rosanna kind of pats his hand. He doesn't mean to be rude or anything, but as we said, this is our land. And, well, we've had problems with Mr. Freeman sending people out here trying to tell us what to do, and we don't appreciate that. Oh, it's happened before, has it? Folks have been sent you out You always here. speak out of turn, because it seems like you're doing this quite a bit tonight. Sir, I, I believe you are mistaken as to what the, the phrase out of turn means. This is open discussion, is it not? I'm saying that you need to stop asking so many questions. Mm. Well, this might be a very, very sad and quiet uh, conversation over dinner, then, if that was such the case. Seem odd for you to invite us over here for uh, looking at our plates and uh, not conversating. Well, let's just say I demand an apology. Demanded an apology to my wife, and now that I have that, we can sit quietly. Oh, we certainly can. I do not believe that will be the case, however. He's just having a rough day. You understand it. The heat, it it gets to you, and he manages so much. There's quite a bit happening. His age as well. As As a man, as a fellow man of advanced age, and clearly near death. I understand the body tends to weak, weaken a bit, grow ill, frail as time passes. So I understand and sympathize with you, sir. I'm only 42. And oh. he does look like he's 60 something. Well, John audibly like glass of that. <laughs> Excuse <laughs> me, the wine must be getting to me. It's awfully good. I just had a little chuckle, you know. I, I thought of something I remember from way back when. It's, it's, uh, it's... Rosanna uh, chimes in. Uh, food should be ready soon. That'll that'll pick up his spirits. Uh, ma'am, I'm sorry. I might have missed this uh, conversation earlier, but uh, how far along do you uh, find yourself? Oh, I'm well into my third trimester. I I could expect the baby any moment. Wow, that uh, is very, very exciting. You uh, have proper uh, medical care in the vicinity. You have someone on staff who's going to help you with oh, that? Oh, yes, I'm well taken care of. Lazarus here, he he would never let any harm come to me. That's He just gives a little nod. Excellent to hear out here Miles and miles between your next neighbors, things can be a bit uh go unexpectedly at times. Oh well, there's always plenty of people out here, so we never feel like we're lonely. Do you seem to have quite the uh amount of folks in your employ here? Oh yes, yes. The business requires lots of hands. 
And at this point, uh, servants uh, start coming in. Uh, there's uh, the woman who uh, brought drinks uh, and a man following, and they bring out just a whole assortment of food. There's a uh, ham roast. Uh, there's uh, all sorts of uh, different steaks there. They killed the chicken, uh, had that roasted uh, and they just bring out tray after tray after tray. Uh, there's sides, there's potatoes, carrots, uh, all sorts of vegetables uh, and anything you could want. Uh, and they start putting uh, spoons and uh, serving utensils out. I hope you don't mind, but we're a serve yourself kind of table. Uh, ooh, wait, John just goes, this is certainly a feast. My, 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 I've never seen so much food in one place. And he's, you can tell he's getting a little tipsy and he, he starts speaking in perfect French as he's, <laughs> as he's just rambling on. Uh, and it, it's, it's, he's very fluent for some reason. You don't know why. And it, he goes back, oh, excuse me, excuse me. Sometimes when I get a little riled up, I start uh, speaking other languages. Uh, this is, this is fantastic. You must have an excellent chef. Extel. John's digging in. He's getting a little tipsy. Uh, he looks over uh, and sees Lazarus as he's serving stuff onto his plate. I imagine you've already taken a couple bites as you're still serving. Just out of the corner of your eye, you see Lazarus and you don't even think about it. And then you look back and you realize that he has no eyes. You can see directly into the fleshy parts of his skull right now. There's just an empty socket. And he's got that same sort of like forced smile as he's looking at you, looking with no eyes. Before you react to that, Sula, you see Extel, yes. uh, you see John as he's uh, serving. He's uh, reaching out, uh, taking a big chunk out of this uh, ham roast. It was a ham roast. You're looking at it in. This is a wasp hive. He just ripped off a giant chunk of it. And there are wasps that are just crawling out and the buzzing, the vibrating is happening. Uh, and he just put it right down on his plate. There's wasps that are crawling up onto his hand. None of them are really flying about. There's a couple weaving here and there. Uh, and then you see him just like cut into it and take a just a bite out of the hive. You hear the crunch of the wasps. Uh, one of them like stings him on his mouth. Purdy. Who are you looking at? So I think Purdy would have tried as the food was coming in to say grace. He would have kind of cleared his throat a bit and kind of said, now if y'all would take a moment to bow your heads, uh, say a few words of thanks. For our new friends. As you say, take a moment to bow your heads. You look up at uh, the servant girl who seemed like a nice, friendly enough girl. Uh, she kind of politely smiles at you. She shows her teeth. And her teeth begin to fall out. And you see that they are not teeth. They're maggots that are just crawling down her face. They go onto her dress. They fall onto the table. You see more of them crawling out of the back as she's just smiling at you. Vint. Vint, Vint, Vint. What were you doing or looking at as the food was being served? Yeah, as I'm trying to piece a couple pieces onto my plate, I'm staring at Rosanna 
and just thinking about how earlier that baby was crawling out of her. You're staring at Rosanna, thinking about the baby. She opens her mouth to speak, and you see her tongue begins to pull out, and it gets longer and longer, and you realize that this isn't a tongue. This is some sort of snake. It it has the head of like a rattlesnake, and it begins to curl its way around her neck, and you see it just bite into her neck. And you can already see the venom coursing through her skin. What are you guys doing to react? I don't mean to alarm you, but you've got a snake coming out of your mouth. <laughs> oh, I love you, Long. Well played. <laughs> uh, Johns looks at uh, uh, Lazarus and goes, How long you, your eyes been missing? Sula, what are you doing? Sula looks over to John and very rudely just like smacks the food out of his hand that he's like about to like crunch on this like wasp nest. And she's just like, what are you doing? And she just like swats at it. It was eating it. And Purdy. Purdy, uh, having already experienced a, a strange event, he is disgusted. But he this time keeps his temper somewhat, and he just mutters to himself, The Lord's curse is on the house of the wicked, but he blesses the home of the righteous. Which kind of home is this, Mr. Caldwell? I want all of you to give me a resolve test. Oh, I like uh, this is your resolve skill. You roll a d20. You want to get under uh, whatever is there on the top box for your resolve. Uh, I believe uh, because of my um, footfalls of a legend, I get a plus one doll trait test. Is that does that count as this? Uh, yes, that would that would count as this. All right. So, uh, and what am I looking for again? Or roll lower than it? You want to go under your resolve? Yes. Okay. So, that's a success for Sula. Is the plus one? added to the role the plus one is added to the resolve so if you had like a 13 it would become a 14 you need to roll under a 14 at a a 12 and resolve plus one is 13 and i roll the 13 perfect perfect i rolled an 18 which is not under 12 18 so vent failed and jeff i know you passed 13 what'd you get 13 under 19 yeah (laughs) sorry i can't take your thunder like that you're so proud of your resolve i am it's all i got (laughs) 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 all right so the three of you that pass you snap out of this right away uh sula you were reaching out you were smacking uh the food out of it out of his mouth uh purdy you were saying not mouth (laughs) i'm sorry hand (laughs) (laughs) uh purdy you were saying your prayer uh john you were uh starting to put something up to your mouth and looking at him. Uh, And then all of you snap out. You're right back where you were just a couple seconds before. So that reaction didn't actually happen to you. Uh, Sula, you're still on the other side of the table looking at John. He's just got a helping of ham on his plate. There's no wasp there. John, you're looking at Lazarus. He's got both his eyes. Uh, Purdy, this nice maid, just gave you a nod and then continued uh, bringing out different uh, sides and stuff like that. Vint you're still seeing the snake and you, the rest of you hear Vince say you have a snake coming out of your mouth. 
Excuse me, Rosanna says. Uh, the snake on you. I've uh, vent. Uh, I believe, uh, oh, Sula, I have given him too much laudanum again. Uh, how how terrible of me. It, it would it would appear, vent, vent there's there's no snake. Uh, I don't know what you're, uh, there's no. The, the, what do you mean there's no snake? Look at, look at her. <laughs> oh, she, I, very sorry. I am looking at her. Very sorry. There's a. Uh, no, 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 no. And then, if you are seeing serpents, I can I can assure you they are uh, a blessed creature. There's nothing nothing to concern you. I talk about snakes very frequently in my, around Mister Vent here, and he is very impressionable, as you might see, especially when he is on has much lot in him as we have affixed to him for the pain that he has suffered. Well said, John. Is is your friend here insulting my wife yet again? No, he is not. No, he is just very confused is what he is. <clears throat> the, uh, this snake, you see it pull its fangs out, venom sprays, and then it just bites again on a different side of her neck. I'm like rubbing my eyes, blinking twice to make sure I'm seeing that. You cannot see this. Vint, why don't you just go ahead and calm down, take a Drink water there and practice those breathing exercises we talked about. So Lou's going to get up from the table um, and she's going to kind of walk over to Vin and be like, maybe, maybe it'd be a good idea if we uh, get some fresh air, perhaps a little uh, change of scenery. And she's just going to try to usher him um, back outside. Uh, Vin, are you going to go with her? Yeah, I'm gonna stand up, but as I walk out, I'm not gonna leave my eyes off of that snake. So you're gonna uh, take him with you, uh, just like trying to gently pull him. And you look back at Rosanna one more time, Sula, and you see what appears to be a snake bite on her neck. Ah, uh, and I'm gonna try to get the eye of either John or Purdy. Um, and just sort of Shouldn't like be hard. Everyone's looking at you at this point. Wide eyed look at them and, you know, just kind of like that towards her and then kind of a servant outside. I very obviously just like, <laughs> like <laughs> look, mm-hmm. <laughs> like there's nothing discreet about it. I'm just kind of like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I just look at them and I'm like, eh. trying to see whatever this is. Uh, Sula and Vint, you, you go into the hallway. Uh, you can see that Oscar is still right outside the front door. You can see the front door from here. Uh, he's just uh, sitting on one of the rocking chairs waiting. Uh, and then you hear coming from this dining room, because there's no door uh, closing, uh, separating it from the hallway. You hear Lazarus. Perhaps we expected too much from the four of you. Maybe we should end this dinner early. Yeah, if you say so. It is your house. Uh, do you mind if I take this plate to go? Go ahead. It is your plate. I will leave it in in the quarters for uh, for your staff. Just get out of my house. All right. Come on, Father Birdie. Let's go see what old man is getting up to now. Uh, Purdy, well, eyes will linger on Rosanna, see if he sees anything. And then... He will look back towards that painting. 
And he will look at her. And he will say, uh, Are you the one with uh, Celtic ancestry? Madam. You look back at her. Her neck, you don't see any sort of uh, markings on there, like like Sula Vent did. You look at that painting. Looking at it again, you see a remarkable resemblance with the Enchantress mm. and Rosanna. And looking closer at that painting, you see on the neck, there's two dots with a little bit of blood trickling down. Mm. You have Why, lo- yes, I, my you- family comes from Ireland. Oh, beautiful country. And you have wonderful taste in art, madam. <clears throat> I believe our time for pleasant discussion is over. Oh, I heard you. We have suffered your attitude enough for one night, I think. Good day to you. Good night, madam. You can just see he clenches his teeth, but Rosanna goes over and she firmly grasps his hand and he doesn't say anything. Hmm. Uh, the four of you leave the house. Oscar spits on the porch. Well, that was a short dinner. As sure as your life might be. <laughs> uh, did I say something? I'm a little drunk, forgive me. <laughs> I'll be seeing you in the morning. That's the second time I've taken lit from you. Yeah, it's going to be the third time. There will be bolts. Oh. <laughs> Well, I'll be definitely seeing you in the morning. Jana. He uh, is actually following you guys to make sure you actually go to the cabin. Uh, Once you guys get to the the cabin, uh, on this walk, you're going to see that there's a lot more hands out than there were before. Uh, They don't seem to be working. They're just kind of milling about. A lot of eyes are falling on you as you're walking towards the cabin. Uh, once you get to the common area, uh, Oscar doesn't go in. Uh, there's still the two guys sitting at the table cause it's only been like 20 minutes. Uh, and they just kind of watch you until you go to that stairway and go up back uh, to the bus. Oscar, uh, yeah. I, I did make a promise to, uh, young Petey that I would, uh, try to help him do some training with that little, uh, bandit. I don't I- give a shit what you promised him get in the cabin i'm just saying i am a woman of my word so if you could at least uh pass along that uh that need to be postponed until the morning i would he spits doesn't respond you should get that checked out that's that's like a sign of something Excel, I love that you can't help yourself. That's me as a player every time. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, so you guys are happy to go into this cabin uh, and go up to the second floor? Uh, you have very much made an enemy out of Oscar, uh, and Lazarus doesn't seem to like you guys either. Um, I, I very much am still holding a plate. <laughs> I'm eating on the way. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And it's just well, packed. Yeah, it, it's stacked high. I grabbed as much food as I can before we left. Like, y'all want some of this? No, maybe. I, I don't even think I got uh, much to eat. I uh, could have sworn there for a second you were actually eating. No, 
wasp nest or something, and, and then it cleared, and then I was fine. I don't know if anybody else, I know, Vin, you insisted on the snakes that were uh, not present, but I do have to say, I did not see a snake, but on the way out the door, I did see something that looked like bite marks on her neck, actually, that I had not seen before. I don't like this place one bit. It's, it's making me crazy. Yeah, uh, I will admit that for me, I saw uh, our gracious host, uh, infuriating as he may be, his uh, his eyes were gone. You know, nothing but empty black pits as he smiled at me. That smile he does. Mm, uh, this place is quite uh, sinister, I will say. Did you all see the painting in the dining room? I knew it was something there, but didn't really take a good look. There was a woman. I understand. It's not necessarily my forte either, but I did, however, take a, a long, long, interesting look. For one, there was a woman who very much like our host tonight and Sula she had in her neck a pair of fang marks as if bitten by something oh you don't say yes an enchantress Celtic much like the symbols the symbols we found throughout the uh, the territory surrounding perseverance those of the homestead where you and I met and on the stakes of those we found on our route back to town. And more than that, Vint, did you tell us about the cauldron? Yeah, I want to update you a little bit about that. And more than that, that is the second cauldron I have heard now. One, a tale from you. And the second, well, and that they're painting. I am not one who believes in coincidence. I believe in signs and symbols and portents. And I believe we are seeing some of those now. I saw one of the serving women. Her teeth turned to maggots and fell right there onto the table. There's devilry here, and it has a power over all of us, I fear. Did I hear you correctly in your... Uh conversation with the missus on our way out that she is the one with the ancestry that matches the symbology that we've been seeing. Indeed. My suspicion is is that Lazarus who is the one being inhabited by a demonic creature but that he is being drained by another. I, I wish Shauna was here to aid but she is not. It does appear that he is being drained. If he is, uh, he does not look his age. Yes. And not in the complimentary direction. Mm. The headaches he's suffering. He said he is merely 42. But I, uh, I am not complimenting myself when I say I look younger than him. 
and I'm quite old. Twenty plus years his senior. Forty two, he said. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's too funny. Um Honestly, I just believe we should just burn down this whole place, save Petey, and just head for the hills. But I mean, it's whatever y'all want to do. If you want to save some people, I'm perfectly fine with that as long as I get to take Oscar out. I hate that guy. So if if I'm remembering what we had heard before, that there were a lot more hands around here than would seem to be needed. Yeah, so you've seen a lot of, let's say, work hands. You know, like, they all have pistols and everything. Uh, it's part of standard uh, cowboy gear, because you never know when you'll come across a rattlesnake or something like that. Uh, so almost everyone has a pistol. Uh, but you can definitely see that some are a bit more heavily armed than others. They carry two pistols, they carry rifles... Uh, and then you can always tell when someone knows how to use it. Like they've got something a little more customized. They've got a belt hanging a very specific way because that's the way they like to draw. Uh, especially you, so that you would catch on to those details. Mm-hmm. So you can um, see that there's a good of... divide between... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no. Go ahead. You, you can see there's a good divide between those work hands and those gun hands. Uh, overall, with the way that this place is set up, there's probably 30, 40 people. And at least 10 to 15, maybe even 20 of those are expert gunmen. Okay. And if I was understanding the description of Oscar is that he appears to have a burn around his neck. A rope and a burn. neck yes. injury. His neck looks like it was broken very badly at some point. And party was seeing a woman seem to have maggots coming out of her mouth. Yes. Did anyone, have we seen anyone else have any kind of injury or scar or anything else of that uh, sort? Are you asking the group or are you asking me? All of the above. I don't recall. As as far as I've described, uh, Oscar's the clear contender for most injured. Um, A lot of those uh, hands, both work hands and gun hands, they'll have various sorts of scars. A couple of them are missing a finger or two. Uh, Some of them have face scars. You know, just injuries did not heal cleanly back uh, in this time period. Sure. For the most part, there's nothing that's really truly defining other than Oscar's neck. I'm curious as to the histories of some of the folks here if we continue having visions that are uh, death-related. Uh, makes me a little bit suspicious. You think they're like vent here and they've been raised back from from beyond? Uh, perhaps. Well, uh, there's only one way to find out. Honestly, I, I just had the greatest idea that I've ever had that I think works out well for all of us. How about 
we do this. You can tell John is very excited about this as he as he speaks about it. He's like, how about we have to leave in the morning, correct? I can gain us a little bit of time if you want by causing a distraction, if you will. Something that'll probably make almost everyone in this place gather in one place. That would be useful. I I have I have concerns. One, I am not confident that they are going to let us make it to morning. Two. True. There are a significant number more than us, and while I have powers of some kind, I I cannot smite down forty men and women carrying guns that know how to use them. And then three, if we were to distract them, to what end? Escape? Or are we trying to learn something new? And if so, how and what? I figured figured that you you bunch uh, being uh, smarter than I probably (laughs) would figure that part out on your own. I'm I'm not quite sure. I just really want to fight Oscar. (laughs) I'm being honest. I could do it tonight too. We're going to say... And this isn't exactly right, but we're going to say it's been about a half hour or so uh, since this dinner happened. Mm. Um, I'm going to assume that most of you had a couple bites. Is that fair to say? I ate a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't I think Purdy would. I actually don't think Purdy would because he was trying okay. to he was trying to say grace and it got interrupted. And I don't think he would have eaten if he did. That's fair. That's it. fair. Uh, Sula, you said you were going to have a couple bites of the food John brought back, right? I, those words did come out of my mouth. Can't take it back now. Yes, yep, it yep, did. Yep. Uh, Vint, would you have eaten a few bites here and there? Yeah, I would have been able to do that. All right. Uh, I need the three of you to give me physique tests. Uh, <laughs> Jeff is so happy about this. Uh, sneaking out of this one. A lot of armor. Xtel, this is... <laughs> John had a lot, so this is going to be grueling nine, for him. I have a uh, 19 in physique. Which the plus okay. one to all three uh, makes it a 20. So, wow, we're gonna give it a minus uh two. Ruling is minus 20. We'll consider it minus two. Uh, that'd be minus four then. All right, so that's gonna be a minus four, but you get your plus one. So, whatever yeah. your physique is, minus three. Sula failed. That is an 18 over 14. You're giving Ooh. us a minus four on these. No, just John because he ate so much. Uh, okay. for Sula and uh, Vint, it's gonna be a straight physique. I got a four on the die. Hey, and this is a D21, nice right? Oh, wait. Yeah. No, yeah, that's a four. Yeah. That was a one for a second. Yeah. I rolled 16. I failed. All right. John, you had so much, but you have an iron stomach. <laughs> uh, John, you're still not feeling well. There was something off. Sula and Vint in our status conditions here, uh, you have sixes and sevens. Uh, You're sick. You have it bad. You can feel it working its way through your body. It hurts just to breathe, much less move. All physique, reflex, and resolve tests are going to be at grueling difficulty. Uh, You only have one level. So it's just going to be the minus two. Uh, Minus 20, I'm sorry. It's going to be minus 20 for all the tests. Uh, minus two for the actual treat. Yeah, I'll run to a corner of the barn and just start hurling in there. 
Oh, something ain't right. Oh, God. It's like yeah, the elevator some- all over again. <laughs> <laughs> There's just some horrible cramps happening. Uh, John feels it, too, but he it just hasn't hit him as hard. Yeah, I mean, it, it feels a little... I, I will admit it ain't sitting quite right, but I mean, I've had worse. Sula is... Uh, I, 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 gentlemen, I will see you shortly, and she is running for an outhouse. Uh, yeah, so you're going to run down the stairs... And at the the sound of you like pounding down the stairs, those two guys at the table like stand up abruptly. They each grab a gun. Uh, they don't draw. What are you doing? You got to stay up there. I uh, that 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 food did not sit well with me. You can come along if you want. I um, do not think this is something that you want to witness. Uh, give me a personality skill here. Uh, Convince expression bluff, whichever you like. It's not going to be too difficult. It's not. Uh, We're going to do narrative success. Uh, So I don't have anything. You're going to succeed no matter what. I have zero (laughs) anything in anything personality that's not gambling. Okay, Uh, I'm not going to allow gambling, but uh, let's just go (laughs) with straight expression then, uh, with your body telling you. And uh, it's narrative success, so you're going to pass no matter what, but it's going to decide a little bit how. All right. I roll a 30. What did you need? Uh, My personality is a nine. Nine, yeah. Well, 30 (laughs) is still decent, uh, but you're still very gruff. And they just kind of look at each other, and you can see that they, like, look very uncomfortable. And one of them says, you go with her. No, you go with her. Fine. And then uh, you're already like headed to the door. And, and then she he's is like, just in the process of like taking her gun belt and throwing it over her shoulder. And, like, Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> uh, you're you're going to make it to the outhouse. Uh, it's just a, a dozen or so yards uh, back behind this uh, cabin. Uh, you'll get in there and uh, you'll hear the guy walking around just like, all right, what do I do now? You hear some sort of clinking as he's fidgeting with something. And she's just going to keep talking and she's going to be like, I can hear you and I know you can hear me. I'm clearly ain't going anywhere, but uh, my bit of privacy might be appreciated. You you see where I am. I ain't digging through this shit. So, you know, it's a little distance might not be. I'll I'll keep talking if you want that. That makes you feel any better. Uh, uh Sorry, ma'am. I, I I didn't mean to intrude. It's just that you're not supposed to be out here without. No, you're you're right. You're right. Uh, I'll be over there. And you can hear him, uh, the spurs clinking as he goes off. I feel like this is one of those situations where he knows there's no bluffing happening here. Yes, he very much realizes <laughs> that, but he just didn't know how he was supposed to respond to the situation. Oh, no. Totally understand. Uh, what are the three of you doing now as you're alone upstairs? Uh, Vint is in a corner. Uh, well, uh, Father Purdy, it sounds like there might be less uh, attention downstairs. I mean, if this was a time to, if there was ever a time to snoop, this might be it. I agree. I agree with you. I, I'm sad that it is at the expense of our dear friends. Well, she is uh, sacrificing for the betterment of the group. And... Uh, I guess you're staying. No, I'm I'm good to go. Just okay, to that on my system. Nope. Okay. You sure. 
if, if you feel like it's coming back up, just hold it in as long as you can. Exactly. Right. That's what I do. No, but we've got a stride of good luck here. Uh, well, some of us do. Uh, but yes, now would be a good time, I think, if we wanted to snoop around. All, All right, right, so what is your plan here? Are you just going down the stairs? I'm following John. I ain't. I'm behind <laughs> I, behind him the whole way. Uh, I, uh, for the first time in forever, John's going to try to be sneaky. Um, he's going to try to creep down the stairs and peer to see if there's, um, if there's like, um, if there's a way for him to look down the stairs without being seen, or at least trying not to be seen, he's going to try to f- see if there's still the two the two guards that were there. Yeah, uh, give me a stealth check. Alrighty. Let's see how well this goes. Uh, oh, that's 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 the fail. That's the ninety-two. <laughs> uh, so the stairway. Uh, there's no wall that actually covers the stairway Uh, so as soon as you get below the floor uh, you you have one foot that goes down and you're kind of crouching and you're you're looking uh, just trying to like crouch and peer under the floor to see over and you're just eye to eye with the other guy that was at the table he's still standing there he's got a hand on his gun resting and you're just straight eye contact with him oh didn't expect didn't expect you to be right there. Uh, my friend came running down here. I was trying to check on her. She came. She ran off quite a hurry. I couldn't figure out what was wrong. Only as one I'm, at a time for the outhouse. Uh, as I'm saying this, I'm just I'm walking down the stairs, <laughs> and I'm just like, hey, you, know, you got to stay up there. You got to stay up there. I'm just I'm just very confused because uh, my other friend up there is up there, buffing up a storm. It's getting pretty nasty up there. Do you have any? I'm getting closer and closer to him. Do you have any towels? Marvin. Or Marvin. He oh my god. I think there. I think there's blood coming out now, John. I think there's blood. We got to do oh, something. We just really need some towels, and I, I try to knock him out as, as soon as I get close enough. <laughs> uh, give me a bluff to to try and get there, because you're gonna have a few steps before you actually get that close to him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll take deception actually, if you would rather do that, bluff or deception. Uh, they're the same. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Uh, that is a fail. It's a big fail. A fail. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love how confident you are and your dice are not backing you up. Yeah, uh, this guy starts calling out Marvin, Marvin. And uh, out of the uh, one of the bedrooms uh, where you heard the snoring previously, a guy comes up, he's rubbing his eyes, and he pulls out a he, – he had a shotgun, and he pulls up. What's going on? The other guy that was in the center of the room is just backing up, and he's got his pistol out now. You got to go back up there, like I said, one at a time. There's a lot of vomit up there. I'm just telling you, I need to tell. I don't give a shit what's up there. You go up there right now. Uh, you want to smell it? I'm just saying it'll seep down here eventually. Can Purdy hop in on like like he could be on the stairs and like kind of shout down? Yeah, as well. yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 fellas, uh, he he is very very sick. We found him. In the desert on the way here, terrible wound. His intestines were coming out. Now he's vomiting. We, we, we need towels. We need hot water. We need whatever medicine y'all y'all have here. Please, I, I'm deathly afraid that he might not survive the night. Please help us. Uh, 
Uh, Give me your bluff or deception. Okay. Uh, Excellent. Uh, Let's see. Not necessarily his... uh, He's not used to lying. Uh, I will go ahead and use some of my... uh, some of my stuff from before. I'll use uh, all five to make it a 64 I need. Okay. 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 46. 46. 46. 46. Uh, so you got one jack back, okay. right? Yeah. 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 All right. All right. I'll, hold on, old man. Uh, the guy puts his pistol back, and Marvin with the shotgun is still watching. Mm-hmm. But the guy in the center of the room, he runs over uh, to the side of the room, uh, opens up a cabinet and grabs uh, like a wash basin out. Uh, and he fumbles through and he grabs uh, a couple towels or something like that, throws them in there. He goes over to uh, John. All right. Take these back up to him. Uh, we'll go see if we can get you medicine, but you got to stay up there. All right. Yeah, sure. We will. Yeah, of course. Are you taking them? Or you said you wanted to punch him earlier. This would be your chance right now. He's hey, right yeah, next as to soon, you. As soon as he gets close, I'm just going <laughs> to... <laughs> there is a guy with a shotgun still looking at you, though. I just want to say that. I'm going to... Okay, I'm going to do something do something wild here. I'm going to try to do, like, a, like, uh, a grab choke. <laughs> and then a kick. Uh... Okay, like a, uh, like a grapple. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm just uh, grabbing gonna... his neck and then kicking at the same time uh, the shotgun guy behind me. Okay, so it's fisticuffs, and when it's like a, a trick attack or like a targeted area, then it's at grueling, which is minus 20. And minus 20. Got it, got it, got it. So that'd be, let me make sure I, I got the... Okay. That's a pass. That's a 30... Dirty 30. Uh, and I needed a All right. 59. We're not going to go into initiative yet because uh, you you grab him by his neck. Uh, you kick out a leg so he just drops the, the base and just clanks to the ground. And you're just like holding him up by his weight right now. And Marvin in the back. Hey, hey, you put him down. Put him down. I keep choking him. <laughs> you keep choking him. I okay. actually try to turn him around and get him in a chokehold. Um, uh, Purdy, what are you doing as this is happening? Purdy will try to be mediator. Gentlemen, 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 there's no need for such violence. Sir, put the shotgun down. You're making my friend very nervous. He drank a, a significant amount of alcohol tonight at dinner with your, your, your boss. Please, please, shotgun down. We can put the man down. We can come to a conversation. Let's just stop this senseless violence. Uh, I, I ain't putting my shotgun down. You got to go back up. Put Roscoe down. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. You put your shotgun down and we will go back up. You have my word as a man of God. Uh, Vint, what are you doing? Something in my eye, but no, I will see how this plays out. All right, so you're you're still upstairs right now. I'm committed. <laughs> We're going for but it. I'll have my. I'm trying to help. Ready. I'm trying to help. All right, uh, Jeff. I'm gonna need a convince. That's no, maybe you ingratiate. Let's go with ingratiate. 
So I do have, uh, I don't know if this is how this would possibly work, but I do have the peculiarity mediator. I am unnaturally calm, rarely losing my temper, and people trust my sense of fairness. So I don't really think it applies mechanically, but I think flavor-wise it does. But you can make quick cultural correlations between different societies and find common ground. It ends up being like a scholar test. It doesn't really make, I'm not sure if that really makes any sense here, but I wasn't sure. So I just wanted to mention it because I've never mentioned it before. Yeah. How about, um, can I do logic? I'm just being logical. Like you put your, this down, you put. Yeah. Where was the mediator from? Mediator, a it's a peculiarity, said, right? but it, it, I think it's meant to be more like, like ne- formal mediation. Maybe like because it's it's reduce scholar penalties one increment for all interactions up to none, but it, that doesn't really fit like with what I don't scholar cultures doesn't doesn't make sense here. So I'll give you a plus ten percent. Okay, I, I think that's fair. Okay. Um, can I either can I use my expression, which is like oratory or logic or something like that? I really wanted an ingratiate, but I'll give you an expression. Okay. You're using your body language to try and show mm. you're calm, you're trustworthy. Expression also covers speech making and oratory, you know. Just so you know. Oh, we you still go. have some group Six, if needed. I don't if it's expression, <laughs> I, I'm good to go. Sixteen <laughs> under seventy-four. <laughs> Jeez, under 74. Jesus, there's a reason why I try to talk. Reason why I don't, I just only roll <laughs> stuff I'm good at. That's all I ever try to do. So, all right, uh, Marvin, this uh, senseless violence. He lowers the gun, he doesn't set it down, but he does lower it. You put Roscoe down right now, you, you or I, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be bringing the guards out. I pick him up and throw him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. We are definitely going into initiative now. Uh, I'm committed, I'm telling you. <laughs> no, no, you're good. You're good. I love it. You put him down. Uh, we're going to do a D10 plus your initiative score is All our right. initiative here. All righty. Where are you, D10? I just rolled you. Oh, still in the thing. Ooh, that's a five. Of an eight. Nine total. Don't forget to add your initiative score if you roll the D10. All right, that was uh, Purdy with nine, Vint with eight, uh, and then our guys here, I think they're... All right. Uh, what is your uh, reflex, uh, John? It's going to be your tiebreaker here. It is a 15. All right. So John will be going ahead of them. All right. Uh, we got Purdy, Vint, John, Marvin, Roscoe. Uh, John, we're going to say that you're in the process of throwing right now, but that's what's triggering our initiative. Uh, Purdy, you're going to get to do something while he's throwing him. Uh, what are you doing? Oh, God. Um, is he already in the process of throwing him, or are you going to make him roll? For yeah, that he turn? said he's throwing him, so we're we're going to say that like his action, it's still going to come up before the other guys, okay. so his action will be to throw him. 
All right. Then if that's the case, I will will continue my litany. Violence is not the answer, except in some situations. Those situations being when faced with unnamed and unspeakable devilry that stalks us in the night and poisons the very food that we consume and causes our eyes and our senses to be taken from us. You too here, fellows, you here are those that are ushering this devilry into the world and I will not stand for it. My friends will not stand for it. So I'm going to try to do inspiring sermon. Um, so it's an expression test. I will burn three of my well-earned uh, jacks to just try to crush this. All right. Uh, okay, that's a 74 under 94. Uh, so that's a two. That's two back. So I will two back. So what that means is I will use and because it's an expression ch- test I get an extra uh, I get an extra one of those so I, I because of because of uh, books words and traditions your neck mm-hmm. uh, so so I roll expression my target gains plus five extra jacks can be spent okay so I got three extra jacks to spend I will give John ten percent on his next no. I give John 15% on his next test. I don't give anything to Vint. Giving it all to John. Okay. Uh, Vint, you're still upstairs. We're going to say you heard this entire conversation happening, though. Like, the door's open. You're just a couple feet away, but you can't see anything. What are you doing? You said we're on the second story, right? Uh, Yeah, Purdy's about halfway down. Uh, John is on the first floor and you're on the second floor. Uh, if there's room, I'll just rush down the stairs. Yeah, you'll be able to. Pretty you'll much. be able to get about to right next to John if that's what you want. You wouldn't be able to get all the way across the common room. Yeah, that's fine. I'll just go make it okay. down here to get in combat. Uh, that's just a... a partial action then you can still do your primary action like if you want to attack or do anything like that if i'm in melee i'll just uh the only person you'd be able to punch would be the one that john is holding up right now okay i'll give him a little whack before he gets tossed or he gets thrown (laughs) i love it (laughs) all right uh and remember you're at minus 20 percent because of sixes and sevens oh That's not good. All right. That's that's going to be every uh, physical reflex and resolve, I think it was. I'll spend a grit here to get plus 10. Okay. So I'm at a uh, There are audience dice, too, if you'd like to. You can use up to two audience dice. All right. I'll just try it here with 28. Okay. I got a 10. Hey, so so you got a jack. Uh, You get to uh, your uh, melee is your damage bonus, which is on the bottom right of that first page. Um, And if you want, you can spend that jack to get an extra plus one, or you can float the jack down the river to save for, you know, getting better rolls next time. All right, I'll spend the jack for bonus. So I'll do two total. Two total. All right. 
Uh, yeah. Describe how you're punching this guy as he's being restrained by John. <clears throat> yes, I push Purdy out of the way so I can get down the stairs. Enough, enough of your, enough of your stair mode. <laughs> I'm still Purdy sickly. rolls down the last few steps. Purdy falls, breaks his hip, dies. Oh no! Try to, try to hold this barf down while walking down the stairs, and then I just cock back my fist while John is holding this man. Just straight sucker punch him in the mouth. Yeah, you get a nice solid hit on him. His jaw, you hear a crack. Uh, he, he's still up and everything, but you really just uh, nailed him. Uh, and that brings us to John. I think I heard uh, that you? that was Vince uh, preparing a hurl attack for next round. <laughs> hurl that's, attack. that's what I heard. <laughs> that's great. Poison that's great. Coming up. Yeah. Yep. 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 It does lucidity uh, damage. I, I did that instead. in arc one. I had people vomiting. Yeah. Uh, John, so you are throwing right now. Uh, yes, let's call indeed. this an athletics uh, okay. rather than fisticuffs. Uh, no, I believe because you're just. I have a plus one jack, I believe, to to the is, is it a permanent one? Uh, for athletics, if you've got that plus one there, that's a knack. So if you get uh, a success, you automatically get one jack, but oh, you have to get the got success. It. Got it, got it, got it, got it. All right, come on. Oh no! <laughs> you got plus fifteen from oh, no. Don't oh, forget. Oh, okay, okay, no, then okay. Because I was looking, it's a 70. I rolled a 71, right? But so plus you needed plus an 85 20. because of Purdy. Yeah. All right. So you actually got a jack. You got a second jack from your neck. So that's two jacks. Uh, and you're throwing this guy. Uh, what's your damage bonus? Uh, three. Three. Okay. So he's going to take the three damage. Uh, and he's going to, uh, you got a success. So you're going to hit the other guy with him too. So I'm going to give him difficulty on his next check. Uh, what would you like to do with those two jacks? Would you like to use them for extra damage or yes, would you like to float them down the river? Yeah, both of them for extra right. damage. If you use them for extra damage, uh, Roscoe here has been thrown across the room uh, and he's going to hit his head on the table. You throw him over the table. His head hits it. You hear a crack at, as it hits uh, and he uh, goes towards Marvin's feet. Marvin has is like hit and bowled over a little bit. He's still standing, uh, but he lost his footing. Roscoe is limp on the floor. Ooh, this is quite a ride. All right. <laughs> Come on. That's Marvin is raising his shotgun to shoot at you, John. <laughs> we'll see how this goes. Understandable. These guys really aren't too tough but they're tough enough. Uh, so he's going to hit you with the shotgun. All right. Fun, fun, fun. Uh, and ooh, just, to, ooh, just ooh. To, do I soak some of this damage with my gumption? Or? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Uh, so he's going to be doing a nine vitality damage here. Ooh, nice. Uh, as the shotgun, uh, the pellets just graze your, uh, they just splatter your entire torso. Very big bang. So you're going to hear this from the outhouse, so you can roll initiative now. Um, John, your uh, gumption is what you soak it by. So yeah. the nine minus your gumption. 
and then those boxes on the bottom of the sheet, the the boxes with the guns, mm-hmm. you want to fill in however many's left. Good. So how much damage are you taking then? About five. Five. All right, so that's going to put you into whooped, which means every uh, skill test from here on, you're going to get minus 5%. That tickles. That tickles. <laughs> uh, Sula, what did you get for uh, initiative? Uh, 14. I have a plus four and I rolled a 10. Wow, nice job. I got to put you way up here at the top. Sula, 14. Uh, And that brings us to you, Sula. You hear a massive shotgun blast. Uh, You're probably not the only one who heard this, uh, but you are in the outhouse right now. What are you going to do? I I feel like it would be appropriate for Sula to take a round to uh, get herself ready for movement. Um, And she's going to keep talking just to be able to hear the voice back of the guy that's walking around. Um, Okay. And so by the end of this round, I imagine she is like put back together and has um, one revolver up and another at the ready. Not not quite up, but at the ready. Uh, We can say that it was your movement action to get yourself put back together. Uh, And if you wanted to open the door and come out blasting, you could. Uh, Or if you want to wait, that's fine, too. I do want to wait because I want to try to time and see what he's going to do, if he's going to go running or if he's going to stay where I am. So I I want him to uh, call his action first. All right. uh, So that brings us to Purdy, then. Uh, Uh, What are you doing as John just got blasted by a shotgun? Purdy will continue to sermonize despite the rudeness of Vint, whose life he saved, but whatever. Uh, He will say. uh, And and which one's left? Which one's left uh, alive down there? Uh, Marvin. Mm. Listen, Marvin, your friend has fallen as all will, all who harbor the devil, for we, we are the righteous, and we will strike you down. Uh, so I'm just going to continue with inspiring sermon to try to get John and Vint to be excited. Um, I'm going to spend the last of my my last of my uh, jacks to bump up my expression for this. Let's see if I can get give them better bonuses. Oh my goodness, uh, that is an 87 under 94. I am glad I spent. I didn't get any jacks, um, but I do get one bonus jack because of my. Books, words, or books, traditions, and words. Those are past, but I only get, I only can give a plus five percent out. Um, I will give it to John because Vint tried to push me down okay. the stairs. <laughs> are you gonna move anywhere, or are you fine being on the stairs? It's a full round action, so I'm staying on the stairs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah. my bad. Uh, you tell me that every time. Uh, Vint, you are up. You are right next to John, uh, very close to where that shotgun went off. Uh, you see across the room uh, is Marvin. He, it's a double barrel, so he's got another shot ready to go. Yeah, since guns are in the equation now, might as well pull out mine. I've got a little Remington pepper box for this close encounter. And I'm going right. to try to disarm him with a vengeful disarm. What am I... Pres- propensities 
Okay, uh, let me double check this. Uh, but while we're doing that, remember that you're going to have a minus 20 on reflex skills, which would be small arms. Mm. Uh, what is vengeful disarm? It's It just says you can attempt to disarm, right? Yes, it's on a disarm. It just says half damage to the target, and I think he loses his okay, weapon. on a disarm. So yeah. a normal disarm would be considered a grueling, which is a minus 20 on top of the other minus 20. So total would be a minus 40 for this check. Oh, geez. Can, do you want two audience jacks? Yes. That's probably a good idea. <laughs> I'm the valid ear, and I'm like, yes, he wants them. <laughs> <laughs> I never grit. guarantee that Long is going to take them when I offer them. Yeah, yeah, I'll even use the grid here as well for another 10. So I'll just do minus 10. All right, all right. Perfect. That'll put me at a 35. Wait, you still need a 35? Yeah. <laughs> I got a 53, but I'll do a straight flush here. Why not? I'll flip the percentages. All right. Uh, which percentages Whoa. are you flipping? Which ones? Uh, what do you mean by that? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Straight flush. I thought you had to. That's not the Western code one, is it? Uh, Straight flush. Is that? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm forgetting my rules because we haven't done this yet. It's when I, whatever the rule is for turning the 53 into 35. Right, right, right. I'm getting there. Uh, spending a grit is to activate a straight flush. So it's one more grit. Yeah, that's fine. All right. How many grit do you have left? I have zero now. Okay. Uh, so that is a success. Uh, exactly what you needed, wasn't it? You needed a yeah, 35. Exactly. Uh, so you said you're doing half damage, so go ahead and roll your damage. All right, it's 1d4 plus 1. 5, so 2 is behind. We'll have up. We'll go ahead and go 3. Okay. Uh, and his shotgun goes flying across the room. Uh, anything else? You haven't moved yet. If you'd like to move closer to him, you can, or you can stay put. I'll stay put. Okay. Uh, Sula, you can hear the guy outside your uh, your outhouse. Uh, he, he was a further distance away, but as soon as that shotgun blast went off, you hear his spurs clinking. He's definitely running towards the cabin. And I have heard gunshots at this point. So I will... Yes, you've heard multiple gunshots. Okay. I will at this point then kick open the door of the outhouse, both uh, of my uh, firearms up, and I will, uh, without honor, I suppose, shoot him in the back as he runs away. Okay, okay. Uh, we'll say basically you held your action for this, so let's go ahead and roll the attack now. All right. Right, so I have a minus 20 because of these sixes and sevens. All right, so that's going to be, instead of a 64, it's going to be a 44. I always get Melissa with the worst conditions. Somehow it's always her. That's fine. That's a... That's a five under 44. Oh, look at you. That's three jacks. Are you using those on damage? 
Or are you floating them down the river? I'll use them on damage. How much is that going to be for damage? Uh... Uh, each jack is plus one, and then you get to roll uh, for your gun, which uh, should be a d6. That's right. Okay, so I rolled a three on the d6. All right, three plus all the jacks. It was three jacks, right? Yes, three jacks. All right, describe how this guy is going down as you're shooting him in the back. So she... Yeah, I mean, he thinks he's, you know, kind of moving. So he, I'm imagining, was kind of looking down and, you know, kind of grabbing his gun. Um, And, you know, kind of while he's looking down, um, you just kind of see his, you know, kind of just back arch um, as the shot is kind of right between the shoulder blades. And there's no sound from the gunshot. There's no sound from you kicking the outhouse open. There's not even a sound of the bullets piercing his flesh or him tumbling to the ground. John. Uh, Marvin is across the room. He is disarmed. What are you doing? Uh, how far is he? Can I can I get to him? Uh, you can absolutely get to him this round, yeah. Cool beans. Uh, I very much will uh, run up to him. And um, I'm actually going to uh, pull up my tomahawk for this one and uh, hit him with it. <laughs> All right. Uh, so tomahawk is melee then. Which I have a I have a minus five, but then a plus five, so it's just normal. As a fail. Oh man, the dice have been horrible for you tonight. <laughs> it, it's okay because it's fitting because I'm drunk a little bit. <laughs> it's true. That's true. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Oh, damn it! I thought, there was, uh, I thought you were right there. Hold on. Thanks to there. Long reminding us, though, you could spend a grit to flip the numbers if that would help you pass. Someone should have a temporary grit for me too. By the way, I don't remember who I gave it to. Hopefully, me. did okay. Never mind. Yeah, I have plus one uh, grit for twenty four hours. It it actually it would not it would not fix it. So okay okay I will, I will i will just take that deal there so yeah i'll wait just uh, hold on stay there stay there uh, and then, yeah it's my turn yeah so you go forward and you kind of like shove aside the table to get closer to marvin uh and you step over roscoe's body to get at marvin with the tomahawk and you don't lose your footing or anything, but it's just a little bit unstable as you're stepping over. And like you said, you're a little drunk uh, and you just don't quite get the reach. Marvin is able to take a half step back and the, the tomahawk swings wildly, but does it connect? Uh, is there any fast action you'd like to take? Ooh, hold on. Uh, what is a fast action? Like saying something, uh, drawing a weapon, dropping a weapon, something quick like that, like a D&D free action. Oh, okay. yeah, I just... I. I, I take my tomahawk and like ah oh, crap and i put it back and then i put my hands up and that's it 
All right. So with one fluid motion, like you didn't even miss, like you were just holstering the tomahawk. Uh, and then you got your, your guns ready to go. The other guns. Uh, that brings us to Marvin. Uh, he is going to uh, scramble for his pistol, uh, drawing that and uh, blasting at John, who is right next to him. Which he is getting, if I don't drop my dice. Question, can I dodge this one? Yes. Uh, you can. Yes, it'll take uh, a I know reaction. it my uh, action on the next turn, correct? Mm-hmm. It's worth it. Uh, yes, you're going to have... Uh, it's going to put a minus 20 on him to dodge. Uh, and it'll take uh, your action next turn, your primary action next turn. Mm-hmm. Uh, which it's a good thing you did because he would have hit, but now he is missing. Yay. Uh, so he, he fumbles for his pistol and he just starts blasting, uh, but you're able to just duck and kind of sidestep uh, and the gun goes wide. Uh, he is going to... He, he sees Vint, he sees Purdy, he sees you. You're very intimidating right there. Uh, he just threw his friend across the room. He's going to uh, start running for the door. Uh, he's going to make it to the door and open it, but he's not going to be able to get out. Uh, that brings us to the top. Sula, you are still in the outhouse, uh, but you're back behind the cabin. What would you like to be doing? Sula? Uh, sorry, I uh, all I caught from you was that I was in the outhouse. I'm sorry. Uh, you, you're still in the outhouse. You're back behind the cabin. Uh, you only have a very narrow view right now. Uh, you see that the, the guy who followed you is now dead on the ground. You can see through the dog trot. Uh, so you can see like uh, just the complete path out of this valley. What are you doing? I am going to... Um... Both guns up in the air. I am going to um, get up to a corner that I can look around. Okay. Uh, yeah, I said it was about 12 yards, so you'll be able to take uh, uh, your movement action, and you'll get pretty much to uh, the corner. You're not quite there, but you're very close, and you're going to have a much wider view. You're going to start hearing some yells, some calls of alarm. Uh, you're going to see people that are starting to run, uh, some of them with guns out, some of them without. There's definitely uh, a lot of commotion happening in the center of like this horseshoe st- uh, ranch. Uh, is there? Yeah, I think I will uh, kind of take aim at someone that seems to be making the most movement toward the house. Okay, uh, we're going to say that there are probably three or four people that would be running uh, in the center there. Uh, you're going to be someone looking for someone going to the house, probably someone a bit more heavily armed. Uh, there's definitely going to be a gun hand visible here, so let's go ahead and make the attack. All righty. You know, I did expect a fight tonight. I did not expect it to happen while the sun was still up. <laughs> Granted, it's close to sundown, but 
What can I say? I, I can't help myself. I love it. I love it. I'm going to spend one of these jacks because I got the minus 20, so I'm just making minus 10. That is a 36 under 54. Are you counting your minus 20 in that 54? Yes, because I took an audience jack yeah, yeah, and I okay. started at 64. So, All right, so you got another jack and a hit. Go ahead and roll the damage for me there. my d6 go all right and i'm going to take the extra for damage and i rolled a six on my d6 again you start blasting with these guns uh one of your shots just hits the guy right in the back of the head and he crumples to the ground uh not a single noise coming from him or from you uh there's definitely someone else who runs by and sees him fall and immediately like looks up, starts trying to see where the uh, uh, shot came from, but without hearing anything, has no idea where to look. Give me a stealth check. Uh, we're going to say plus 20 because you're so quiet right here uh, that there's no reason for them to find you specifically. All right. And stealth is under reflexes. So it's going to be a wash then because it would have been a minus 20. Okay. Yeah. Because of the sixes and sevens. So okay. I'm aiming for a 66 and I'm getting a 50. Uh, 50. So you got a jack. Don't you have a knack in stealth too? Uh, yes, I do. All right. So you got two jacks there that you can uh, float down the river. Um, which we're running out of time. So you're going to want to use those soon. Uh, but that was your turn. Uh, is there anything else fast you'd like to be doing? Um, can I get behind a corner a little bit? Yeah, you're basically at the corner of one of the dog trots. So you okay. can see behind the cabin. You can see through the cabin. There's 30 feet between these two cabins. So there's still a wide field of view for you to see everything here. And you're mostly hidden behind this corner, yes. Right, uh, that brings us to Purdy. Purdy will see the man trying to leave, and he will say, How dare you fire upon the righteous? How dare you run from the word of God? No amount of fleeing shall save you. Your time for payment is now. So I'm going to use the word on him, trying to yep, yep, yep. lucidity him a bit here, so he's bad at stuff. Alright. Expression. I don't got any special jacks or nothing like that. Uh, 56 under 64. So uh, I get one so that's success. I get 1d4 plus one damage basically. So and I rolled a four. So nice. So five points of lucidity damage. Oh, actually, wait. How he goes unconscious from this. It's actually even better because that was theology, not expression. So I like to think. So you would have gotten. Yeah, I would have actually gotten jacks. Um, I'll figure it out in a second. Uh, So. So as I like I scream out, I I like to think maybe he's like he's turning around to look at like he's he's trying to get outside out the door and he turns around to look at me and just the way I'm standing like elevated above everybody else in the stairs there's probably like a lantern casting strange shadows or something on the wall behind me I I myself just look 
like kind of like a frightening old man figure on the stairs and maybe he just like as he's trying to run he just smashes himself in the in the, in the with the door as he's trying to get out yeah he knocks himself out yeah uh the door still opens uh but it's just looking across the other cab and it doesn't give you a clear field of view but you with that door open you can hear everyone yelling outside uh the commotion happening out there uh he is now unconscious you guys are alone in this room is that a full round action jeff that is also a full round action yes okay okay uh so that brings us to vint then uh there is no more threat in this room but you can hear a lot of commotion outside what are you doing uh and bear in mind there are a couple windows on this floor too so you'll be able to uh, get a vantage point out if you want, or you can look out the front door to see what's happening. Seems stirred up the lost nest bit. Then I'll go for the door and see what's out front. Uh, looking into the center of uh, this ranch, uh, buildings flanked on either side, you see a dead gun hand. Uh, directly in the middle you see other people running around and you just barely from from this view you can see the front door of the ranch house and you see a gigantic man coming out of there not man this definitely dressed like the cultist that was described to you instead of just wearing a blue hood he's wearing a full blue cloak Guy's got to be six, five, seven foot tall. And he had to come out somewhat sideways because instead of a deer uh, skull in antlers, it's an elk skull and elk antlers that are just massive. So he's already looking like he's six, six, seven foot, at least 300 pounds. And then those antlers add another like three or four feet of height to him. Just a massive guy coming out of here. And you see him start lumbering towards uh, the center of this walkway, not specifically in a direction, but coming out of the house. Upon seeing this uh, guy. Sula, you're going to start seeing this too. I'll pull out my Spencer carbine, my long rifle, and just unload on this guy. All right, let's not do like it. Not what I see. Is there any audience uh, die left? Arms is, uh, one. <laughs> okay. That's fine. My long arms is 74. The, the Let me check the sixes and sevens. Yeah, here. I still have the minus uh, 20. It is not on awareness, though. And long arms uh, is awareness. So you will not take the penalty on this. Nice. It's only on physique, reflex, and resolve. You could still have an audience one if you wanted, just to make sure. <laughs> no, you great. could still take an audience one. <laughs> You know, got this, right? you know how long is. You know how long is. The dude don't care. <laughs> no. Yeah, I got a fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> it's just an extraordinary success. I could do better. <laughs> it's like six jacks. Is that possible? Uh, six is maximum. That is maximum. Holy Are you moly. putting them towards damage? You probably should because we're towards the end of the night. It's your call, though. Actually, all of them to damage. Uh, yeah, I I don't see why not. All right. I mean, I, you don't have to. You can bank them and they can go. Nah, I'm going to use them all. I'll do 3d8 for the weapon damage. 14. 
And then plus the sixth bonus, there's 20. 20 damage. Uh, you're going to hit right in the shoulder, like the fleshy part of the shoulder. Uh, 20 damage. Nice. That's really good. When you hit, you hear an inhuman yell coming from this creature. You see it shrug off this cloak and throw its head back. This is not a man, as I'm sure you've gathered. This is an animal-like creature in the shape of a man. It's bipedal. It's got two arms. This skull is not a mask. This is its head. And as it throws off this cloak and rises up, it full comes up to its full height. It's at least nine feet tall before those three-foot antlers. This thing is just covered in muscle and fur, uh, throws off the cloak. It's completely naked in front of you. It has long claws, and you see that its uh, feet end in hooves. I know, this is exactly what Purdy wants. <laughs> Anything else on your turn, Vin? We got a demon on our hands. I told you this. I told you this since we've been here. John, it is your turn. Um, I believe I don't don't have any action to do on this turn, correct? Because I dodged last time. Correct. You could still move around. You just can't take an attack or uh, primary action. Um, as as peering out the door, Vin just shot at. Um, you all just see uh, John have this like he's he kind of winced from the the shotgun and he was kind of like grimacing a little bit. But seeing this thing, you see he gets this wide smile, and he just says, "Oh." <laughs> I'll be right back. And then he starts walking out. <laughs> he, does, he doesn't, he doesn't, uh, he doesn't like go all the way to it, but he does step onto like the porch. <laughs> Very much so. We are going to end on that note. I'll be right back. John just does the reload. He starts walking out. Uh, the camera pans to see John's silhouette overlapping this massive demon uh, 50 yards away. That is where we will pick up next week. Uh, thank you guys for playing a ton of fun. It ended up being a little different than I expected, but it's always a fun time no matter what. <laughs> yeah, that comment came a little bit sooner than expected. <laughs> I thought we were going to war with words over dinner, but then... Vint and Sula yeah, go. I got grumpy. He got grumpy. <laughs> I was about ready to fisticuffs with words. <laughs> Telling me snakes. Uh, John. Yeah. John, what do you got going on this week? Uh, let's see. Um, coming up, coming up. Uh, uh, I believe we're taking a break on talking XP for a couple of weeks, but um, uh, keep a watch on uh, Take Your Roll uh on twitter uh there's gonna be some big announcements coming up soon so uh uh follow us at Ooh, Roll on the social media manager there uh, and we got we got some fun stuff coming up for y'all so uh if you if you like 
if you like uh you know certain uh, vampiric games <laughs> uh you might you might want to tune in um so yeah it's, it's gonna be a great time john's got a type <laughs> yeah a little bit a little bit all right uh thank you for that Excel. uh jeff what's going on on lollygaggers yeah man friday back to mothership it's an even gradient descent, maybe even finishing it for where we lend off. It's quite, there's a 50 50 chance we finish our gradient descent run on, on Friday, but we'll see how it goes. Uh, then on Saturday, we have returned to one ring. We got back to it this past weekend, and so we're getting back to it again. Our, our longest running campaign. Very excited to get back to that. We are in Angmar, and uh, it's hard. Uh, who knew? And then uh, let's see Monday and cold and very cold. You guys went at winter. I th- that was not the time a year ago. Just you know, you could have said, "Can we wait a couple?" Well, months? we started in the summer. It it took a while to get there. You guys, you guys could have said, "Can we can we just wait a couple months?" I'm like, "Sure, sure." Uh, let's see. And then Monday, very excited as we are starting Call of Cthulhu. Uh, it's just going to be it's just going to be our character creation, but we're starting up our horror on the Orient Express campaign, which. We're estimating is going to take roughly 17 years to, to finish, uh, but we're gonna we're gonna start by doing some character creation on on Monday. We have some life path table things that we're gonna kind of put together and, and put together some some strange things, uh, and yeah, 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 yeah. And then uh, you can catch I think you can catch Stephen and I and Melissa on Saturday as well over on Grim and Perilous Plays as we're all getting back to our Tales from the Loop game run by our buddy Chuck uh, on our buddy Adam's channel. And then uh, another cool thing for me on Thursday, uh, Thursday I'm over on Garbly Games. We've been running some Octon Cthulhu, and Modifius has been really cool. They're actually uh, give, doing a bunch of giveaways as we are we are sort of previewing their new Forest of Fear uh, campaign there. So come check us out uh, over there. Very very fun. So, awesome. Got anything else there, Stephen? I'm all set. Who are we raiding? Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and rate us. Uh, see, Cyber Nation Uncensored. Uh, they're playing Masks, and I think Mask has cool art, and it looks like a fun game. So go ahead and follow the raid uh, when you see it pop up. Thanks to everyone who watched this later on VOD. Thanks for hanging out tonight. Really do appreciate it, and uh, we'll see you next time. So bye bye. Night.